Welcome to the Millennial Career Playbook's company interview series, which focuses on corporate cultures worth knowing about if you're a job-seeking millennial or simply enjoy working in millennial-friendly environments. This series offers you company-specific information you won't find anywhere else, helping you decide if a particular firm is a great fit for you, and also offering you tips on how to most effectively land a job with the company. I'm Debbie Woldrich, CEO of outsource training company TTC Innovations, which specializes in providing corporations with customized millennial-focused training solutions. Hosting this series with me is best-selling author Haya Bender, whose credits include five dummies books and a complete idiot's guide, and articles for the New York Times. Please frequently visit our The Millennial Career Playbook website at tmcpb.com, as we're always adding new interviews and other content. Joining Hi and I today is Julie Bugala, Vice President of Talent Development for the company that's helping people connect with advanced mobile services, next generation TV, high-speed internet services, and smart solutions for businesses, AT&T. Hi, Julie. Thank you so much for joining us today. And can you tell our audience just a little bit about yourself and your current role with AT&T? My name is Julie Bagala. I'm Vice President of Talent Management at AT&T, and I've been with the company for about 18 years. And in fact, if you pulled my paycheck stubs dating back to 1997, you would see I've worked for a multitude of companies within AT&T, starting with Ameritech, SBC, and now AT&T as a result of all of the different acquisitions that have occurred throughout history of the phone company. My labor of love, if you will, is really to make talent a competitive advantage for AT&T. So much like we invest dollars in our network to drive company performance, our team is focused on optimizing the performance of our leaders through functional responsibilities such as succession planning, performance, and leadership development strategies. All of this work requires our attention and understanding of the business strategy and how to best position our people to lead in this ever-changing industry that we work in today. Can you talk with us a little bit about AT&T today? It's definitely changed a lot. It has really changed over the last 10 years. But to get a real true picture of AT&T, it's helpful to understand our mission as a company. And that mission is to connect people with their world everywhere they live and work and play and do it better than anyone else. And we believe we do. But when you really think about how people live, work, and play today, compared to how they did these things just 10 years ago, you can really begin to see how quickly the technology has changed everything. Technology and its rapid evolution has changed how our customers consume our products and services, and it's changed how we serve our customers but it's also changed the composition of our workforce. And so as we have seen our technology change, we've also seen the changes in the generational mix at AT AT&T. We have about 285,000 employees across 57 countries. 28% of those employees are millennials, 33% are female, and 42% are people of color. So a very wide generational mix. But as you think about how our business has rapidly transformed and we've had to adapt to a world that revolves around mobility, the types of jobs that we have at our company have also evolved toward positions that are knowledge-based and require a lot of work with our technology. We have seen an escalation in the number of millennials who are coming into our business. We've had to constantly evolve, keep trying to skate to where that puck is going to be so we can continue to reinvent ourselves and meet our customers' needs. In order to remain relevant, 
we need to ensure we have a workforce that is committed and focused on innovation at every step. It's an important, unique part of our culture that at AT AT&T, every voice is heard around innovation. I'll give you a good example. We have a program called the Innovation Pipeline. It is one of the largest corporate crowdsourcing programs in the world. It has more than 130,000 AT&T members. And it's essentially a crowdsourcing site where our employees can share their experiences and come up with new ways to help our customers more efficiently run their businesses. And more than 35,000 ideas have come from our employees in the past five years. I'll give you one example. One of our employees by the name of Siobhan Nelson out of Detroit, Michigan, came up with an idea for what is now the new AT&T Drive Mode app that enables a driver to use a feature functionality within their smartphone to let other folks know that they're driving and are unable to text back at an inappropriate time. So we're really, really proud of the tip and the environment of innovation that we've created through that platform. So people, if they come up with an idea, they just submit that and who's monitoring that and how does that work? You put in your idea, you talk about what is the business idea? How would you fund it? What is the impact for the customer? How would you market it? And then other users that are part of the TIP site, the other 129,999,000 members all vote on all those ideas. And as those votes occur, much like the stock market, those top ideas bubble to the top. And then there is a committee of executives that vote on those ideas. And those ones that get pushed through actually get funded to implementation. And does the person who submitted the idea, do they get an active role in implementation if they're interested in that? Yes, they do. Yes, they participate in the development and design of the product to an extent that their capabilities Mm -hmm, require or enable them to do so. When we look at AT AT&T today versus a decade ago, the things that are really still the same about us is that we've got a strong network and a focus on customer service and, of course, really helping people stay connected. While not your grandfather's phone company anymore, we help you stay connected in so many other ways. Can you tell us why AT&T is a company that you'd recommend women consider working for? Certainly, we embrace diversity and inclusion at AT AT&T, and we've got over 45 years of intentional diversity, starting with our first employee resource group in 1969. Our employee resource group, the Women of AT&T, is one of our oldest, longest-standing employee resource groups. Essentially, we've never really had a glass ceiling. That's the point. Never had that glass ceiling at AT AT&T. And in fact, Debbie, a coworker recently just shared a story from an October 1972 issue of Life magazine. And within that magazine, it featured among all of the cigarette, car, and alcohol ads, full-page AT&T ad featuring an African-American supervisor of 14 New Jersey business offices talking about how the company proudly ignores stereotyped roles. The ad highlights that women string telephone lines just like men from pole to pole, and men also work as operators and service reps. And that was more than 43 years ago. And Debbie, I've been told your dad also worked for one of our original companies, Southwestern Bell in Wichita and Kansas City for 30 years, right? Yep. He also had a female supervisor in the 70s. He did. And for him, it didn't even strike him as odd at the time. But when I look and reflect back after talking with other companies, he really wasn't a unique position and worked for a company that was pretty unique in that offering. And in our world, because that was natural for my dad to come home and talk about his manager, <laughs> it didn't right. even strike me as weird that a female or that that would not be the norm, but it definitely was not the norm back in the 70s. Pretty remarkable that AT&T has such a long history of that. 
We really do have a heritage of women in executive positions dating back and all the way through today. And you mentioned that you have the diversity group for women, the women of AT&T. Are there any specific type of training programs that you have that would help a female who enters into AT&T to help project them in the workforce there at the company? Absolutely. We've got several initiatives that I just kind of highlight here for you really quickly. Initiatives are in place to open pathways for women internally and accelerate their readiness for positions of greater scope and responsibility. That is the point. It's important because women are a majority of our customer base. So understanding their needs, their habits and preferences is really critical to us. And it's imperative that we have accomplished women at the top in decision-making positions throughout the company. And millennials, as a percentage of our customer base, continues to grow exponentially as we think about how the technology and our products are changing out in the marketplace. So one of the first of about three initiatives I'll highlight for women is what we call the Executive Women's Leadership Experience, which is a program that started back in 2013. It is specifically designed to further develop and retain our highest potential female senior managers. It is our only program with all female participants that is very intimate in size and has high visibility to key business leaders and the CEO. The 20 high potential female leaders are hand-selected by the talent management organization and the business. It's about a 12-month development experience. And within that experience, they will participate in three multi-day sessions throughout the year. They're like workshops. And they are taught by senior executives from within the company and also external thought leaders and instructors. The sessions are designed to expose high potential women to in-depth business views, really help them understand all parts of the business and demonstrate how they will help drive success in transforming the company to meet all of our key priorities over the next five years. Since its launch in 2013, representation within each of the cohorts has been about 32% diverse across multiple ethnicities, and over 70% of the women who have come through the program so far have made key moves to gain experiences, both upward movement and laterally. Another very rewarding point to make about the program is about the cultural changes that we've seen. The conversations about the unique challenges women face as they balance work and family are now more transparent and productive across the business. And very often, we actually see the graduates of the executive women's leadership experience starting these conversations, starting their own mentoring circles, having these discussions with their own teams, bringing up these points to their own supervisors and leaders. And as a result, we're seeing leaders company-wide now actively support the success and the advancement of these women into these positions of greater scope and responsibility. So that's the first initiative, and we're very, very proud of that one. Another initiative is a program, it's an employee advocate program for women and for people of color, which we call Champions. And Champions is a mentoring program and addresses a common challenge in many large organizations. One certainly we face, which is women tend to be less likely than men to proactively seek out sponsor or these advocacy type relationships. So because of that, we've designed Champions, which really has three outcomes. Number one, to give our most senior executives like the CEO and the direct report a clearer view of the female talent across the business. Number two, it helps these female participants and our POCs build relationships with the senior executives. 
it's loosely structured, so it includes really open and honest career and developmental discussions that are intended to expand their career vision at the company. And the third outcome is that the program is intended to improve the representation of female people of color at the senior most levels of this company. So when we first launched the Champions Program just a few years ago, we initially identified about 23 of our highest caliber VP level women. But since then, we have expanded the program to include general management level, so director, executive director level, female and people of color as well. I would say that after the first year at succession planning meetings, direct reporting officers, they're no longer standing up for and talking about just their own people. They're doing the same for the people they've championed. They're talking about them and representing them. And that's a big difference that we've seen from just three years ago. These champions have become true sponsors and advocates for the participants. Now, the third initiative that I will talk about, and one that I've actually also been a part of, is the AT&T Women's Leadership Council. The council is cross-functional across the business and is composed of 20 female and male managers who embody the range of diversity that we have in our female management population. It's chaired by our chief diversity officer, Cynthia Marshall, and it also has a steering committee comprised of six business unit officers, three women and three men. So the committee is also diverse. But essentially, the mission of the council is to recommend practices to the company that will increase our ability ultimately to attract, develop, and retain women at AT&T. One of the council's first ideas was this notion that AT&T is a great place to work, but we're also busy, so we don't necessarily always see the role models or the opportunity to celebrate the success of our role models. So this council pulled together a project and developed a website internally called the AT&T World of Women. For short, we call it WOW, for short. As you can imagine, that has stuck strongly within a company. And it offers AT&T women and any employee and those supervisors a one-stop shop for tools and resources and information that they can use throughout their careers to help develop, grow, and achieve balance. The last comment I would say on the Leadership Council is it has helped inspire men and women at AT&T. It continues to help spark the conversation about issues and opportunities that impact women inside and outside of work, challenges that status quo, and ultimately, we're learning a lot, and it's helping to shape our practices in the future around women. Is there a story that you can share about somebody within one of these three groups, maybe one of the successes that has come out of that? Sure. Within the Women's Leadership Council, we broke the council of 20 people down into smaller teams. One of those teams of four identified an opportunity to bring to light the need for more flexibility within the way in which we work at AT&T. So through their research, they were able to enhance our policy around workforce flexibility, how we work, when we work, how we identify the flexibility within certain jobs across the company. So that as employees who have special needs or accommodations to work different hours or work in different ways or with different tools, can search in a proactive way for the type of career that will match their needs. Are there opportunities to work off-site, to, to work virtually? I mean, we have a very large percentage of our workforce that works from homes and from remote locations. We also have employees that are in various types of positions where they're either in sales or meeting with customers on a regular basis. So they might find themselves working in a different type of fun work setting every day, whether it be a local coffee cafe or a library or out in the park. Wherever they need to stop and touch base in order to do their jobs effectively is where they'll stop and touch base. 
We are a company that serves our customers who are on the go in mobilized ways. So is our workforce. Do you have anything to say about training uh, kind of a more wide-ranging level? Many of our training opportunities are focused on not just reskilling our employees, but accelerating the readiness for leaders that are coming into our business through the multitude of different leadership development programs that we have on campus. So we're very proud. I mean, we've got a very, very strong training platform. I'll start with our AT&T University. We receive top recognition every year primarily for our extensive training platform through AT&T University. We call it T-University for short, as you might imagine. And T-University provides leadership training both online and in about 26 different learning centers around the company. T-University began back in 2008. And frankly, when many companies were either cutting back on training or eliminating it altogether, our chairman and CEO made the decision to actually lean the opposite way and invest heavily in our workforce and in training. So T-University has grown to be a very, very innovative platform for learning. It's available to all employees, but it's extremely useful for millennials because they can gain key leadership skills. There are also other leadership development programs that we offer. So shifting from skills training for a minute over to leadership development, I'll talk about a couple of different programs. One of them is our accelerated development program, which is applicable to middle managers across the company. And it is a one-year program for high-potential managers and we get them ready for positions of greater scope and responsibility. It's called the Accelerated Development Program. Another program that we have is really the multitude of the leadership development programs that we have on campus. Certainly hiring and developing women and millennials boils down to three areas of focus for us, which is really around talent attraction, retention, and development. On the development side, we have on-site presence at top schools nationwide to search for really strong STEM students. And when we do, we bring them through what's called our leadership development program. It's a three-year rotational program that gives them exposure around the business and gives them the opportunity to supervise our frontline employees. We do this in a multitude of areas. For example, some of their assignments include running teams within care centers, running teams within our network organization, so those installers who install our products and services. And then also giving them the opportunity to work on some of the new and emerging areas of our business, like our big data organization or in our product and marketing development organizations. Those leadership development programs have a very long-standing history with our company. Overall, through our college hire programs, which include an element of development, we bring in nearly 1,800 college students every single year. What else can you say in terms of how AT&T is a great place for millennials to work at? Aha. Frankly, we feel there are three main reasons why millennials will want to work at AT&T. The sky's the limit, number one. For example, we feel like AT&T is its own mini labor market. We have over 3,000 different career choices. So number one, our millennials want boundless opportunities to grow in advance. We can offer them here. They can have a full career at AT&T and never, ever do the same thing twice. Number two, they want meaningful work within and outside the company in their communities. And number three, they want to be engaged. And we really feel we knock it out in the park in all three areas. But in addition to the training and development opportunities for the millennials, which I've already mentioned, it's never been a more exciting time to work for AT&T with all of the change that's going on in the industry. 
I mentioned at the beginning what AT&T is all about today. We're a key leader in technological revolution that's occurring before our very eyes. But we're really even more than that. We're there for 24 by 7 during disasters to get residents and businesses up and running again. Through our technology, we're leveling the playing field for underserved portions of our U.S. population and increasingly worldwide, and that used to be ignored. And we're really, and this is something that matters to millennials, we're serving the communities through things like our supplier diversity program, which we launched back in 1968, and our Do One Thing initiative, which invites employees to make one change that will positively impact themselves or their community or their company. As for engagement for millennials, we really encourage them on their first day on the job to join one of our employee resource groups or one of our employee networks. We have 12 employee resource groups in seven different networks. There's more than 120,000 total memberships across those networks and employee resource groups. They're very involved in supporting our communities. They help drive diversity. They help create awareness, partner to grow the business, share career advice, and offer personal professional development opportunities to one another and across the different groups. One of the particular ERGs that I would like to note is called Oxygen. It's one of our newest ERGs launched by millennials about four years ago, and it was created to encourage an understanding and an acceptance of generational differences across AT&T. It has quickly grown, and it's now our second largest employee resource group with over 17,000 members. Wow. Yeah, but even more, what our millennials like about our ERGs is our ERG Academy. The ERG Academy is a two-day leader-led session that's designed to help participants who go through the academy to more fully develop their leadership skills. There's competency-related curriculum, there's work-style assessments, breakout session, networking events. It is designed to accelerate their leadership readiness. So in addition to what our millennials get through AT&T universities to keep their skills relevant and the leading with distinction uh, leadership development programs and all of the various accelerated development programs, they also get learning development through our ERGs. That's been of most importance, and that's some really great feedback that they've given the company. Can you talk a little about mentorship? We have a very large mentorship platform called AT&T Connections. It's a way to virtually connect employees across the business with other employees or peer circles to learn or to close a competency gap that they may have. On that mentoring platform, mentors can go out and solicit the competencies that they feel are their strengths. And it's a place where mentees can go out and solicit mentors to help them close that gap. So it's a virtual platform we have where we have thousands of AT&T employees that come together in traditional one-on-one relationships and in circles. Additionally, we have, through our employee resource group, mentoring circles. For example, women of AT&T established the first employee resource group circles about three or four years ago. And at this point, they're so popular, there is one day per year coming up in January that employees can go out and sign up for one of the circles. And that nomination process closes same day. And you, not everybody can get on it. So it's extremely, extremely popular. Do you have any tips for someone who's seeking to prepare for a successful career at at and We're a very large company. There's about 6 million job seekers that touch our career site every year. We personally touch about 1.5 million applications and fill about 60,000 positions each year. 
50% of those 60,000 positions are filled externally and the other 50% internally, which means we're also very focused on moving our own internal talent around so we can diversify the experience of our employees. But for those that are seeking a career at AT&T, the best starting place is to make sure you tune in to our att.jobs website. Specifically, when you're out there, join the AT&T Talent Network. It's a great way to learn about AT&T and to be the first to know about the different career events, where we're going to be, job openings as they're becoming available, and get any other AT&T exclusive updates. It's also a great way to get connected to our social feed, hashtag life at AT&T, to get tuned into real-time events and employee sentiments as those events are occurring real-time. You can really begin to feel like you're part of it. Our website also includes an entire section on diversity inclusion. So for diverse candidates, this information can be a real eye-opener. Many companies are looking for new hires who represent diverse groups, especially if those candidates have a STEM or management education. So best advice is to get out to our website, get to know a little bit more about AT&T, get to know what it feels like to be in a day in a life of, look at some of the videos of the different jobs and the employee testimonials, because our employees serve as the best testimonials and they provide real career advice to job seekers directly on that career site. Are there things that someone can do to help them stand out from a crowd in terms of applying for a job? First and foremost, as an employee at AT AT&T, if you want to set yourself apart from others, do high-quality work on every single assignment. Treat every position as if it's the most important job that you've ever had. Get involved. Network with people across the business. Be mentored or be a mentor. Know what jobs are hot. And on a regular basis, update your personal info and credentials so that others know your story. Be prepared to tell your story. Have a 30-second pitch and a three-minute pitch just in case you get stuck with that influential person on the elevator or standing in line with them at the local coffee cafe or in the cafeteria. The advice that I have for employees and new hires that are joining the company is be open to taking lateral moves to learn new areas to route for advancement. I have found that to be particularly effective in my career as I've moved around and have the opportunity to grow and had diverse experiences. It's not always going to be about upward movement, but rather about diversifying the experience that you'll have at the company and many different types of situations. The thing about AT&T is we're so large, we have very different facets of the business that offer different experiences. Whether you want to work on an area of the business that has a long-time heritage, like the traditional wireline side of the business, or whether you want to work on something new and emerging, like connected car or developing our wearables, we've got those opportunities for leaders to grow. We offer many different career tools so that employees have a means to develop a career plan strategy that they can execute and update as they go throughout their career journey. As an employee, you've got to commit to being a continuous learner from day one. Over the past two years, we've been reskilling and retooling our employees to prepare ourselves for the company that we're going to be by the year 2020. It's really a rallying cry to galvanize all the employees to become committed to continuous nonstop learning. So resolve right now as you come into the business to be a continuous learner, take advantage of all we have to offer through our training platform so we can make sure we're prepared for the company's future needs. Julie, do you have any other tips for millennials? 
if you've got the opportunity to visit AT&T, whether it's through our AT&T Aspire program where you've got the opportunity to job shadow or you have the opportunity to mentor with somebody at AT&T, do that so that you can get the opportunity to feel what it's like to be a part of a company that is rapidly evolving and is a leader in its industry. We are a technology company that is constantly on the leading edge of what's going to be next that's going to help our customers work, live, and play their lives the way in which they want to do it. And so it's a culture that is highly innovative. We we really ask future prospective uh, employees and college students to get connected with AT&T employees wherever they can and learn more about it. Thank you for that. Julie, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing with us the wonderful opportunities that AT&T offers women and millennials, and in fact, just all employees. Definitely a place that I can see why my dad just loved working for the company, and I think he'd be so proud to see all of the innovation that AT&T continues to offer. So we just really appreciate you sharing a little bit about your company and uh, the amazing things that AT&T is doing. Oh, thank you very much for the opportunity. I really enjoyed it. Hi, and I thank you for listening to this interview. Please frequently visit our The Millennial Career Playbook website at tmcpb.com as we're always adding new interviews and other content designed to help you find a job or enhance your career.